and welcome back to the podcast. This is The Meaning of Life with your host, this guy with two thumbs. It's me, see? Now, today we're going to be talking about something that is very new to me and very, very much a passion of mine, a sudden uncompassion. This is art. I have never been an amazing artist or painter. I've never been great at drawing and... I just always, always preferred to pick up a camera rather than, you know, like sketch it with a pencil. And I think the reason of this is because when I was in secondary school, I always felt that I was never any good at art whatsoever. Like we studied the basic, the most basic shit you could think of. But the thing is that that time, like we were 11. So like my first ever time I was like did an art class, I was 11 and I was really bad at it. I was just terrible. Like I, I couldn't get into the groove of it. Like I just didn't understand the passion people have for it. It just felt like a menial task for me. But what I did recently, which is kind of where it all changed for me, is I mentioned this um, sort of interest in painting to my lovely girlfriend and my lovely girlfriend being lovely was like hey you want to do that I believe in you there you go and she was so amazing and she uh, bought me a load of art supplies these art supplies were literally like a whole lovely packet of different color paints two palettes loads of brushes a, a really nice like paper sketchbook to paint in and I was like, shit, thank you. And I took it and I was so grateful. I had all this stuff. Like, I finally had a reason to start painting because I've always been absolutely terrified. It's the same with drawing. I've always felt so self-conscious about anything I draw. I just don't draw. But I've always wished I could. I've always thought it was so cool when, you know, you could just be, you see these people on the on the train and they're just sat there with a notepad out, just drawing like a picture of like a person or that, you know, they're sat in a park drawing birds, you know, like that to me has always felt like the most pure form of like, of, of, of art and discovery, drawing with a pencil. But I never could. I always preferred to take photos with my camera because I, I'm an avid street photographer. I absolutely love it. It's basically involves, you know, I go out and when you're in that kind of mode of street photography, it is fascinating because you you switch from your natural kind of mode of living in which you're occasionally like looking out for yourself, you know, like if you're walking down the street and there's some guy following you, you catch on to that, you're just a bit stressed because you're walking and it, you know, you don't really take anything in, you just go from A to B. Whereas when you're doing street photography on a photo walk, it's the complete opposite of that because you're not walking to get somewhere. You're literally walking around the city to find cool shit to take pictures of. And that's why I love it. It's great exercise. Like the other day I had this thing at uni where we um, just basically recorded a live music performance on the, on the roof and it was like a whole day thing. And I... In my break, I had a three-hour break, but like I had to stay there the whole day. So I was like, what am I going to do? I don't know. I'll take my camera. I'll go to London. 
I take pictures. And I went I went to London and it was lovely because I, mean, I didn't get many great shots. I got maybe two or three good, really good shots, but it was okay. Like I'd say it's a below average photo walk, but I just loved it because I went out to London. I got the tr the tube line from um, North Greenwich by uh, you know the O2 to um, gosh, where did I get off the train? Um, it was somewhere near Green Park, north of like Oxford Street. And I thought, I oh, know, I'll get off here. I've never really been here much. It was a residential area. So the only people there were kind of people that lived there. So they weren't, you know, out and about doing shit. They're just living in their homes. So I then decided to walk down to Oxford Street, which took so much longer than I thought it would. But it was, you know, it rained. Um, like I got, my camera got wet and all of this. It made me look back at my old work and specifically this photo that I took in the lovely English city of Bath. I took these photos in February 2020 when I was on a lovely little holiday with Elizabeth. And I can vaguely describe it to you, okay? So I have it up on my phone here and I'm going to try my best to describe to you this photo that I took. Okay, so split your get get like a four by three frame in your mind and you'll imagine it okay so split it into thirds and you know, like vertical lines now the left third is just like an out of focus blurry brick wall right and the middle third is like the background of this lovely alleyway that's beautifully lit with big old like roman buildings in the back and the the right third is this lady and she's walking she's in focus the background is out of focus and she's got this massive sort of like raincoat thing on but it looks very fancy and she's got a massive like fur shoulders like wrapped around her neck like a massive fur scarf it looks like a wolf like she's got a wolf wrapped around her neck and then she's got this like platinum blonde hair and her black bowler hat on and she's carrying a leather briefcase and i just i i took this photo so long ago but over a year ago but i still just think it's so underrated like I, I, I just I've not had many compliments on it ever but I just I've always loved the picture personally because of me loving this picture so much I decided that I wanted to paint it now I never painted and this was my first time painting so I first of all researched um or I, I just I just researched um I researched <laughs> I researched how to use these like paints she bought me and I just like took it slowly and like practice blending colors first onto a bit of paper and then I just got my picture like sketched it out on the paper as best as I could and I took that sketch and well you know I just painted painted in the gaps I really really enjoyed the process and it was just fucking fun right um like i i painted it but i painted it in a kind of surrealist psychedelic horror way so i made the wall on the left very dark grain like thick textured right and everywhere there'd be shadow from the bloody what's it called from the sun <laughs> anytime there'd be shadow shadow from the sun well you know things blocking the sun i would really exaggerate that shadow so there's like, you know, um, the person's coat is like half grey, half black. And then 
the lady in the real photo, I modeled the figure off of her. And it's just this big wide figure wearing what seems to be like a massive coat with like, you know, that's like gr like gray, but the light is casting off it lovely. And I put the big fur thing over and I put, and I put a red bowler hat and I made the face just an amalgamation of what looks like like the nervous system like neurons and shit but each one is just a different color so it's like multicolored and they're all clashing and weaving in any in and out of each other and i bloody love it <laughs> if you want to see the painting i just uploaded i just uploaded i just uploaded the photo to my instagram which is at street level vista i'll say that once again at street level vista now you might be wondering craig what is vista what does vista mean other than being the, the best windows operating system vista means i'm pretty fucking sure it means um like a, a lovely view between two buildings and that that oh, I just kicked some bamboo shit did you like the sound of that ladies and gentlemen the kick of the bamboo would you like to hear it again <laughs> oh shit should we do some bamboo asmr oh come on you love it come on come on let's go how is that is that good fuck am I doing? Bamboo. Bamboo ASMR, get your bamboo. And now for the oak ASMR. No, I'm only joking. Um, this is, you can get this fucking this for ASMR if you want. That was me biting an apple. I don't know if you heard it, but I'm not going to make you listen to me chew the apple now. I'm not that evil. So what does this all mean? What this means is that if you are scared of doing something, for me, painting. If you're scared of doing something like this just because you've never been good at it, right? Say you've never been a great runner because you were shit at running in school. What about now? Like you're in your 20s, you know? Try now. Fucking do it, you know? And then you get stuff like, um, you know, people taste their you know change their taste in like drinks and food and you know shit happens what's that talking about oh yeah um if you have that kind of thing i, I understand how it can be hard to want to do that because you don't think you'll enjoy it because you're not good at it but whenever you've done it you've never said i don't enjoy doing this you've always just said i'm bad at this right I always had that when I was a kid. I'm bad at painting. That's why I don't paint. Well, no. Bullshit. You can learn. You can't be bad at things if you properly try, right? For some people, it's, you know, easier than others. But my point is, like, you should give everything, every life, every opportunity, you should give it all a good go because you don't know what you'll enjoy and what you won't, right? That's the... That's the view. I mean, that's the idea that I'd like to present to you today. I didn't have that initial strength to want to go out. Because, I mean, I 
I tried to do it online months ago and I bought like I put I went online on this like art supply website and I put in my basket stuff that I would like to buy you know I put in some paints and some brushes and a little um one of those little things you hold um is it an easel no an easel is a wood isn't it is that called a palette I don't know anyway I, you know I put all that stuff in the basket and it kept the total came to like 40 quid which for me is quite a lot of money like to you know to spend on something you're not sure if you want so I just could not ever bring myself to do it but Elizabeth did because just just out of kindness now I I know I know this sounds like um this sounds like I'm doing a TED talk like as a famous artist like I just made one painting in my shed shut the fuck up Craig (laughs) but um Oh Jesus, I just whacked my knee. You know you have the... uh, And I'm back. You know you have the the funny bone in your elbow, right? It's called like the onarus nerve or the onerous nerve or something like that. It's that one that you whack and it's just by your elbow and whenever you whack it, it just hurts so fucking much, like the the nerve pain and and you can't really just wait it out. You have that same nerve in your knee just to the left of the knee joint and nothing just to the right and when that one gets hit it's it's different because the one in the elbow just really fucking hurts but this one when you hit it it always makes your it like contracts your muscle and it like pulls your leg up and that just happened to me um science with craig so yeah it's essentially the, the the ethos that you as a person are capable of anything you put your mind to and there are certain... I just hit my knee again and hit the nerve and it made my knee jerk. Oh my gosh, what are the chances? I was walking down the road the other day and there was a uh, seagull, right? And I don't live by the sea. I, I, I don't understand. They, the seagulls aren't even just by the sea. Can we address this, please? There aren't just seagulls by the sea. They're fucking everywhere. They just like water. They should be called water gulls. Water, water gulls. They should be called water gulls because they're on water. You know, they live in lakes as well and reservoirs. And I was walking down the road and I just saw one in the sky now. And you know how birds, they have this thing where they, if they fly into the wind and like angle their wings, kind of like what an aeroplane does. It, um, you know, it keeps them hovering and they don't, they can just like rest on that pocket of air. And I saw the seagull doing this up in the sky. I was just watching it, it was floating there and just having a great time. But then the wind changed and it was the funniest fucking thing ever. I was by myself, I just cracked up laughing because this seagull was just floating, you know, in this, uh, oh gosh, what do you call them? In this updraft. And then the wind changed and he just flew the fuck off to the left. Like, because he was just like, you know, chilling in the wind in the wind thingy in the draft and then <laughs> he's just probably like taking a nap up there and then the wind changed really quickly there's a big gust and he just turned just like a 90 degree turn left but he looked like he was out of fucking control and it just, he just fucking flew out of frame and it was so funny i, I just 
Oh, I wish you were there. It was absolutely fan-dooby-tastic. My friend Adam, that sounds like the beginning of one of those like childhood poems, you know, like the ones that's like, my friend Billy had a big, you know, those those kinds of ones. Anyway, um, my friend Adam, he was just texting me and I asked him for just like things he, he'd like to hear me talk about. And he wrote, um, cheese, video games, Elon Musk, cat, frog, dogs, the Greek gods, and James Charles. I'll give you my opinion. So, um, cheese. I don't, I don't know what the fuck um cheese is, Admam. Cheese, uh, cheese tastes fantastic. Um, Gouda was always my favourite. I loved, I had, the, I had this Gouda once. Oh my, oh my Gouda. Oh my Gouda. Um, <laughs> woo! It, um... It was mind-blowing. I had it in Amsterdam. No, Rotterdam. No, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. It was just fantastic. It was from, like, the Amsterdam Cheese Museum or something. I don't know. Uh, but I now don't really eat cheese anymore. I eat cheese if it's in something. You know, if mum bought me a pizza and it had cheese on it, I would never deny that. But, you know, I, would, I never make food with cheese or I never buy cheese and eat, try to eat and not to eat it. Same with butter and milk and eggs um but i'm not vegan because I, I just well thing is i love god and i love animals but i just don't hate myself elon musk is a lovely man well i don't know he's lovely i've not met him he's a very he's like a, got a cult following right and i'm not part of that following i'm not a huge fan of him i find the guy kind of strange and I don't know, just a bit, a bit off, but he appeared on Saturday Night Live on Saturday Night Live. And I watched a clip of him on it, and he, in that clip, he actually, he said he's got Asperger's, or if you're American, Asperger's. He said that, like, publicly, and I never knew that he had, you know, like, Asperger's before. And that kind of explains a lot, I guess, about him, and it makes me respect him a lot more. Because he's not trying to, it, it makes that that makes it feel a bit more like he's not trying to be a dickhead on purpose. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what I mean. Anyway, um, but yeah, like he mentioned, he had, they had this whole segment on it about Dogecoin, and for those who don't know, which is probably you know not enough people, um, Dogecoin is a cryptocurrency, you know, like kind of like Bitcoin, and the thing is, Dogecoin was created as a joke. And a few weeks ago, or months ago, or something, it just fucking spiked after after Elon Musk um, said he liked it, and then everyone went and bought it because they loved the man. It's just fascinating to me. I just, I just, I just, it's just interesting. Okay, don't shoot me. Adam just wanted me to talk about Elon Musk. I just went off. Okay, cats. Um, yeah, love them. Got two cats. They're lovely. One of them is a scaredy cat. Other one, lovely, lovely little thing. Um lovely is you know likes to cuddle um frogs don't own a frog i saw her i've seen three four frogs in my life two were bouncing in the garden one was uh flattened in down the down the road from my school and the other one was absolutely fucking like 2d flattened um on the streets of lille in paris they're a very unique creature and i love that about them and they're spotty that's cool and they can, like, have poison in them. Because, like, animals that have venom, fuck you. Fuck you. 
this goes out to all the animals with venom. <laughs> because venom is just like a dickhead move. Like, why would you do that? But poison, that's cool. Because it means that if an animal eats you, the animal will die as well. So it's like a, it's a win-lose, you know? Like, yes, you're dead, but you avenged your own death. And that's pretty cool. Uh, dogs? I have a dog. She's fucking great. Uh, my dad has a dog. He's fucking great. My girlfriend has a dog. She's fucking great. All I know about the Greek gods is that, you know, Poseidon was Percy Jackson's dad. And, um, where did Logan Lerman go? That fucking actor. I've never seen him. Same with Alexandra Daddario. I only know her name because I used to think she had nice eyes. Um, and James Charles, creepy fucking guy. He's a paedophile. He is an absolute top nonce. I don't mean as in like top nonce as in the best nonce. I mean top nonce as in top of the nonce list. It just says Jamie Charlie. And on that lovely note, I am going to finish this apple here because I've only taken two bites out of it and it's starting to be oxygenated and that is not very good for the apple. So this is where I say goodnight. Thank you so gosh darn much for listening. It really, really means a lot to me just for clicking on it and listening to my fucking voice. This has been The Meaning of Life with your host, Matthew J. Helders. Thank you for listening. Good night. Put a fucking, um, fucking, put a, like a, new, a news broadcast theme tune. Like a do 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 You know, something like that. And then, and then, gosh darn, I'll kick the bamboo again. Um, don't keep this in the podcast. This is only for you, crazy boy. Um, yeah, so, um, I don't know why, but I can hear Elizabeth just shouting, get to the fucking point. Um, I can't remember the point, to be honest. This, is, this apple is just so damn good. It's called a golden delicious apple. And they're very small, but they're lovely and sweet. I still, I, I actually do think Pink Lady is my favourite now because a, 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 a Golden Delicious, you can't get a good bite out of. They're more of a nibble, you know, but a Pink Lady, oh, the fucking chomp you can get on that, on a Pink Lady. I love apples. Put that in the podcast for sure. Anyway. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>